Lotus FM News with Tracy Validam. Good afternoon. Protests are continuing in Burundi against President Pierre Nkurunziza's intention to stand for a third term. The president returned to the capital, Bujumbura, where he was cheered by his supporters. A former intelligence chief announced on Wednesday while Nkurunziza was in Tanzania, the government wrongly claimed yesterday that the main leader of the attempted coup had been arrested. The BBC's Karen Allen reports from Bujumbura. Security remains tight in the capital, Bujumbura, where private radio stations are still closed and soldiers and police patrol the streets searching for ringleaders. Three senior military rebels are in custody and the search for General Nyambari, who led the attempted coup, continues. The dramatic events of the past few days have brought an uneasy calm to this tiny African state emerging from an ethnically charged civil war and 100,000 people have fled their homes across its borders in fear for their lives. There's nervousness both inside and outside the country that old ethnic wounds could be reopened if the impasse cannot be resolved. The student activist at Stellenbosch University who was sent a racist SMS by a lecturer says it's not enough that the lecturer has lost his job. Sekokule Duma is deliberating on whether to participate in a reconciliation process. The university fired nuclear physics lecturer Dr. Anton Stander after he admitted to sending the SMS. Stander has also requested that the university grant him an opportunity to apologize to Duma. Duma says he wants to see Stander blacklisted. We want even more to, more action taken that he should not be actually hired in other places because we don't want a situation where he's done something wrong here but he's working in another university and he can do the same thing again. Yes, this is a victory for us at the same time, but at the same time what it has done is that it's exposed that in this university are staff members that think like this, that have this kind of mindset, and we want the university to actively make sure that such staff members are not there anymore because we can't be taught by such people. Two rival groups are making their presence felt ahead of the ANC Women's League conference outside Polekwane. One group is for and the other against the current national leadership. Both groups have been singing as they wait for the conference to begin, as Pelani Pachate reports. Revolutionary songs sang in the same time, but different sentiments. It is evident that the Women's League is in two different dimensions currently. As they wait for the program to start, the women are up on their feet, chanting for the current president in Jumutera, while others are chanting for Watawile Damini to be the new president. The Iraqi military is sending reinforcements to the city of Ramadi a day after Islamic State militants seized key buildings there. The government has announced a counter-offensive. The BBC's Ahmed Mahar reports. The statements made by senior Iraqi officials reflect how worried the government is after Islamic State militants took control of the main government complex in Ramadi on Friday. The army has sent reinforcements to the areas surrounding the city, backed by the air power of a U.S.-led coalition. In a televised speech late on Friday, the Iraqi Prime Minister Haider al-Abadi tried to reassure the Iraqis, but he indirectly admitted a setback in the fight against IS. The United States has promised to speed up the delivery of military aid to the embattled government. Your top story this hour. Protests are continuing in Burundi against President Pierre Nkurunziza's intention to stand for a third term. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Valadam. I'll be back with more news at four.